Welcome to the Dreamscape Podcast, and I am your host, Matt LeBeau, and today we want to talk about, let me just readjust here, trying to find an optimal place to speak, that way it doesn't cause too much reverberation, it'll be a bit till I figure it all out, but yeah, um, so the other day, ah, anyway, hold on, one more second, one more second. Ah, that's good. Nice and relaxed. So I was um, discussing something with a friend the other day, and she gave me a task to recall. Um, a set of 15 words, um, like a passphrase, and that was an interesting challenge, um, well, I was kind of the one that brought it up, but, like, cause, um, I just think it's something interesting to do just to see if you will remember it over a certain amount of time, and then there'll be a fun thing to randomly say, oh, remember that word, do you remember the password, and then, but 15 is, is a lot of words to remember, and it was, she wrote it down, so I had to, like, read it off, and I only got one chance to look at it, so if you have one chance to look at something, and you have to remember it, usually, um, I wouldn't be able to do it, but I remembered the, the, Mind Palace. I've heard of Mind Palaces from Mentalist and other shows, or no, not other shows, but just generally just from from Mentalist. After that, I noticed people talking about Mind Palaces, and I, I believe in them, although I'd never tried it. I've done like light, just on the like maybe, and then I put in like half effort, and I gave up. But this thing, I, I couldn't not do it because it was the challenge, and and the words were quite quite difficult. Like they were, by the way, they weren't even single words. Sometimes they were like ideas, like, um, like, uh, it it would it would basically be something like a technical term, like pexis excavatum. It's n- that wasn't one of the words. I'm not gonna say one of the words because I like to to not speak about it and not try to run it through my mind. I like to to almost forget about it or um, not refresh myself to see if the mind palace itself will bring everything back because I have a. Um, Oh, and I guess I probably didn't explain this thoroughly enough. For anybody who doesn't understand what a mind palace is, um, effectively it's when you're trying to recall something, you um, enter into a space inside your head and you imagine something. Um, So it's kind of like imagination, but you try to make it really real and you 
you try to make it something that's very, very dramatic or strange or like very weird. Um, and what you try to do is if you're trying to recall something, you effectively tether it with weird imagery. So imagine like stringing it like a puppet or your Spider-Man webbing it together. And what you can do is you can have those webs connected to other ideas. So what you can do is it's it's effectively like you're just it's kind of the way that neurons work, but I I have no conception of that, but I'm I'm just noticing it now. Um probably just in my description. Um you're connecting ideas but you're using a visual landscape to do so. So let's say we need to remember um bicycle um, silhouette James fifteen. Okay. So just those four bytes would be easy enough to remember. James Silo oh so you've already messed up the order. <laughs> so it was bicycle, silhouette. I'm I'm already blanking. So bicycle silhouette. Um there was James and there's fifteen. I think those are only, the only ones I did. Um so if I just try to recall them in the same way that I like just say them and then just try to repeat them, repeat them, repeat them, and try to like shove them in my brain, which is the usual way I try to recall stuff. It doesn't tend to work out so well. Um, but what you do with the mind palace is so like let's say I close my eyes and I get into like a meditation posture, or I just try to calm myself, and then I just recall myself riding a red bicycle. And then I just try to visualize that as, as, like, so I'm on my old street that I used to live on. I'm going back home, and I'm on my way back, and it's like a, this nice stretch that I used to bike all the time. And I'm on this red bike that, um, it's just a really solid image for a bike, and it's not the one that I would usually use. Um, um, it's not my actual bike, but it's just one that feels very prominent. I feel the grip in my hand. I can feel myself pedaling. Um, I know where the sun sets on that uh, on that street, so and I know what time of day it is. Um, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to have it be very late in the day, so there's going to be a large shadow that casts from the bike, creating a long, long silhouette on the ground. And my body's also going to be there, cast out, right? Now, the way I've found to do this is this, I run through it kind of once, and if I can't look at that image and say silhouette in my mind, then the image doesn't change. And I've noticed that when I'm imagining stuff, I'm I'm like trying to get myself to say it, and then the dream will kind of like flicker in certain ways to try to help me, 
and then once once I get it and I say silhouette, then it will merge into the next step, which I've already pre-planned. And it just does this, or it's like I'm doing it, right? Um, it's very engaging and active. Um, so then I need to go into James. Um, so I could do person that I know. Um, my middle name is James, so I could bring it there. Um, uh, hmm. There's. So I'm going to pick a certain human that I know um, whose name is James, and I'm going to have them be there in my dream. Um, and now here's the thing so I went from silhouette to James how do I make that bridge um, so I see the silhouette cast down and then the tip of the silhouette is on a shoe um, a white shoe a particular shoe that I think I've seen him wear, but now it's stuck in my mind, so that's the shoe that he wears, um, and then I can, I look up, and then I see James, and then I say James, and then now I need to get to the number 15, um, and I think I, James is so prominent that I would be, I would be able to say, and because I'm also recalling it in the sequential order, it actually kind of, it's easier to remember everything in the, in the, in the order of things, I've found, um, and then to get from that to number, um, it could be something as simple as he's holding up a finger one and five, um, it could be he holds up a big sign saying one five, it could be he rolls two dice and they say one five, um, it could be, um, he, he could just shout 15. Um, I think visual helps me more than auditory um, in Mind Palace. I haven't tried uh, visual or auditory, um, but I guess I could try. So I'm going to have him shout that at me. Okay, I can, I can see it. Well, I guess not. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but I was genuinely surprised with how, like, solid it was. It was, it was very vivid. I was, it was a, it was a very strong way of remembering something, and, um, it took it took effort. It took a lot of effort to organize and connect everything. And once I once I had it. Well, the thing is, I haven't tried it in a month, or a year, or two years, or ten years, right? That's the difference. I tried it the day of, and then I tried to recall it the next day, and then the day after I tried to recall it, and I still could. So, that's... And then now, I'm just going to kind of get, like, reflections from the... Because it, 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 
it turns just recalling something into an experience. So I think that's that's like what makes it a bigger thing. That like because I went through this, something like. It's like if I'm trying to recall something, I now have, like, instead of just saying, okay, there's this one word, um, let, let's just say bicycle. Like, I really, really want to remember bicycle. Like, one, one particular bike or for whatever reason. Now, when I see the number 15, I'll remember bicycle. Because those two things are now connected. Um, and it's also, and then while... It's it, the cool thing is, in my mind, when I go from fifteen to bicycle, I pass through James and Silhouette on my way there. Like the it plays in reverse, and it's like I I remember it, but I'm not like it's like it's like oh yep, and then everything kind of speeds through. If I take a little bit of time, then I remember them individually, but it's like. I can get to whichever place I want from any point in the circuit line. That's the difference. So I can take any entry point and take it forwards and reverse. Um, and then recall the entire experience. So, and this is the way that people um, will remember an entire deck of cards. So they go through and they just build mind palaces of these cards and they just rip, rip them over and over and over and over again. It's something I'd like to to give it a shot. Like I think that's something I'd love to try. Um, because it feels like a major, major advancement. Like it, it feels like a, a a tool that is so um so unique in its use cases and And if I can get to a place where I can do it very quickly, it just enhances my lived experience. See, that's what I'm... That's really a lot of what I'm trying to do. Enhance my lived experience. In... Like... Yeah. I'm trying to find out what, like, a um, major objective I have. Um... One issue that I think with that, because that would justify a lot of, um, like, I don't think that's a proper, accurate definition, because if that was the case, then I would, oh wait, no, but I do. Oh, but I'm, okay. So I have some sort of objective based around internal reflection and expanding awareness through like unconscious perception
because I'm sure things are going to turn up this year. So, in my best moments, I would say I'm trying. No. In my best moments, I am. It's hard to pin on one thing. Because it's hard to describe, like... Hmm. I'm gonna have to come back to this, because... So it's, it, this is like an idea I've been trying to think about for a while. Um, because I observe others making like media and content, and I see the structure, and then I I I understand what. I understand that I can also produce something and put my mind into a physical form outside. Um, which is making something. Um, that's something I'd like to do. Well, well. There's something where I just jumped over something. Um, hmm. In some sense, I'm aware that that's what I need to do to achieve what I want. Um, but the want yet is is slightly unknown um, because there's something that I want to achieve that's like internal and external at the same moment so it's something I can't define not like I like it's like something I'm unable to define to myself which makes um, acting according to myself very it makes it slightly more difficult because I'm unable to externally um, communicate my own my, the justification behind most of my actions because I'm not quite certain why I'm doing things I'm trying to figure them out myself as well um, And then some things I'm able to backtrack and figure out the use cases of, which is, not use cases, um, figure out the reasoning behind certain things. So like, a good example, and this was supposed to be a 15 minute discussion on 
<laughs> mine, mine, oh my god. It turns into a... Uh, my pals, yeah. The question is... Hmm. So... There's an inconsistency that I... Admit? And... I'd like... I would enjoy... I don't even know if I would enjoy it. I mean that I... It's something that I realize is a barrier for people understanding me. So... I understand the most optimal thing for me to do to get the most people okay the best thing for a user or a person listening to the podcast or anybody here would, if I posted every day, if I remained consistent, and um, if I tried to improve over time, and I'm, I know what I should be doing, and I can see it. And then there's just... Wait. Hmm. Maybe, maybe Mind Pals could be a solution for this. So, if I'm going to start to make stuff in the mind pals, could I just record auditorily what each element is in the mind pals? And then it's semi-public, just right now. Now, I can also... Oh, it's a shared mind pal. It's a sh- So, just for everyone's perspective, I have myself set up, effectively, underneath a desk, um, with, um, on like a bed, and then there's a blanket around me, um, that's like hanging from the top, like if I, that's the, that's the top of the desk, um, so effectively I, I can't see anything, it's completely black, and the lights are off in the room, so it's super dark, um, and the blanket is like draped over the desk, so it's on basically my waist now, um, 
upset. It gives you nice, hopefully nice, uh, surface to bounce the sand off of in the night. Now, what I'll do, and oh, so here's here's the thing. What information is both useful? Wait, the problem with having a public mind palace is that it's stitched from my mind, and if it's only here, hmm, that's interesting. Well, what I think will end up happening is we'll get communications from people. Um, expressing areas to expand the mind palace, and then we'll try to flesh out those ideas. So it's kind of like a, a visual mind map um, that you can expand on, add to, create, change, and also you can add in your own visualizations and your own ideas to stitch things together. And then we can connect ideas in better ways to create a better net to remember specific ideas. So, um, I guess we should pick our, our starting point to uh, reach off of. Um, so, let's actually start in like a central hub um, something like uh, whenever I picture um, a a place to recall dreams or a mind palace area I imagine it to be a nice blue room, like a light up, light, lit up blue, um, and it doesn't need to be blue if you don't imagine it like that, but there's a nice um, open space with doors or portals or orbs around, and each one of those you can look at and separate from each other. I feel like different spaces, each one. Um, but one particular orb comes out and enters into the center of the space and makes itself separated, separate from the others. It is a palace. It's, it switches shape and expands, and then now you're entering into the palace, walking along its floors, hearing your footsteps echo along the great ceiling domed above your head. You see the art illustrated on the walls, light streaming in from a small open window. 
You can hear birds chirping. There's that open window. Breeze rolling through the open doors. Daylight streams in. I'm entering the main hall. Okay, so that's um now we have a nine tower. So look around. You pick up on everything that you see. So I notice I'm able to look on the outside of the palace and on the inside at the same time. A few images kind of appear to me and to point themselves out. kind of music is played in the palace. What does the floor look like? As I think about the palace that I have in my mind, I, I realize that I'm actually recalling of a church that I had been into. Keeps the same pattern. Funnily enough, I also noticed that taken elements from the game Assassin's Creed, and I've placed it in here. I'm seeking... Wait! This might be the... I might have been in the same place. There's no way. I mean, churches look too similar. Because I don't think they have one in London. At least not one that I've played. Yeah, not the same place. Okay. They look quite similar. Anyways. So, and that is, um, yeah, that's, that's the Mind Palace. We will expand to the Mind Palace, um, later on. Um, and it'll get, it'll get s slightly confusing. It'll be, more rooms will appear. Then we can come back to the central hub later when you when you wish. But the idea with the Mind Palace is we want to explore what Mind Palaces are. And we want to connect major ideas to Mind Palace to understand their definition and broaden their scope. So I think um, the next day we'll um, figure out what Mind Palaces are and then we'll flush that out. So I think it'll be good. Um, yeah, thank you for listening, and uh, again, welcome to the Dreamscape.